0: Praise God. Joel two eighteen 18-32. Then the Lord was jealous for his land and took pity on his people. The Lord replied to them, I am sending you grain, new wine, and olive oil, mm. enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. Mm-hmm. I will drive the northern horde far from you, pushing it into a parched and barren land. Its eastern ranks will drown in the Dead Sea and its western ranks in the Mediterranean Sea, and its stench will go up, its smell will rise. Surely he has done great things. Do not be afraid, land of Judah. Be glad and rejoice. Surely the Lord has done great things. Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruits. The fig tree and the vine vine yield their riches. Be glad, people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains as before. The threshing floors will be filled with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts the other locust and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat until you are full and you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be ashamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God and that there is no other. Never again will my people be ashamed. Verse 28, and afterward I will pour out my spirit on all people For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be deliverance, as the Lord has said, even among the survivors whom the Lord calls. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. amen amen Amen. and so father this morning we give you praise and we thank you lord for your word and we thank you lord for this time of prayer we thank you lord for this time of sharing the word and so father we just invite you oh god and we ask that your presence will fill this room and that your glory oh god will rest upon us this morning and that you will speak oh god even by your spirit in the mighty name of jesus amen amen Amen. um this morning i'd like to introduce um the minister that will be blessing us today, Mrs. IJ Mwakuche. Um, you're welcome, Ma. Thank you for joining us. Um, over to you. Um,
1: thank you, Stephanie. Thank you very much. Good morning, everyone. Good
2: morning. Morning,
1: morning. Let's um, just. Uh, begin to pray in the spirit let's start this session with just welcoming the presence of the holy spirit and just asking him to take over this meeting and take over the plans that we have laid we may have the best laid plans but when the spirit of god comes he just does we give him free reign to do what he wants to do in our midst Do not take the presence of god for granted lord we thank you for your presence we thank you for your power that is released in this place oh god we thank you for
2: your sweet Holy Spirit that is here with us. in was O Baba Ma re de de
0: de baba zakatai baba baba zeki ada bababa reki baba de bolo shika e bababa reki zakatai
2: Baba, papa hari kasih hidup si kada papa and baba, papa I am a man of the Yanushi and they produce a cattaipu, she can have a man, Ring is a cattaipu, she can have a man,
0: Ring is a cattaipu, she can have a man, Ring is a cattaipu, she can have
1: amen
2: amen amen so
1: father we just thank you for your presence in this place oh god we thank you amen. for the outpouring of your spirit upon us oh god we thank you because as we meet we come to pray and we come to meet with you and we are transformed in our meeting with you oh god we thank you because we know that when we meet with jesus nobody has ever remained the same O god and even as we are here this morning oh god even as we immerse ourselves in the spirit even as we immerse ourselves in the revelation that you give oh god we thank you oh god because we know that our lives cannot be the same oh god Amen. today Amen. this morning we declare oh god that our hearts are open our spirits our mind Amen. we are willing Amen. to listen we are willing to hear we are willing yes. to Amen. do all that you are asking us to do father i pray oh Amen. god that you speak through me oh god that you bring Amen. vision You bring revelation, oh God Father, we thank you, oh God Because there's going to be an outpouring of your spirit, oh God And even as we pray in the spirit We pray the mind of God back to God We thank you, Lord In Jesus' mighty name we pray Amen Amen. 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 Thank you, good morning everyone Thank you, Stephanie um, For just leading us into the place of prayer and thank you for reading the Anchor Scripture as well. Um, in this season, we've been, we've been you know, um, what's the word? We've been gleaning, we've been receiving revelation and all that God has to say to us um, from Joel 2 and from Ezekiel 7. And this morning, we are called to, the, the, the title is Summoned to the Edge, Someone to the edge, you know. In this season of prayer and fasting, it's like a summoning of the army of the Lord. You know, it's like the army of the Lord summoned to the valley, summoned in the place of the Spirit, summoned by the hands of God, summoned to the edge. And I'm like, what does it mean to be summoned to the edge? What does it mean to be summoned to the edge? It's like someone to that tipping point, to that place where. At that point, something has to happen. At that point, something has to give. It's that place where you are no longer at status quo. It is that place where you cannot be resting on your oars anymore. Someone to the edge is a place of discomfort. It's a place where the Spirit of God meets with you. And then from there on, it's like a flow in the Spirit. So we're going to be reading from. Ezekiel okay which has also been um our scripture in this season and we're going to be reading from Ezekiel 37. Okay so if you have your bibles please open to Ezekiel 37 and verse 2 and the bible says he led me all around the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and they were completely dried out. Praise God. They were completely dried out. You know, the way the word of the Lord comes to us, there's nothing that was just written to occupy space. There was nothing that was just written. Everything was written in sp- okay. Coded a message inside of it is a coded revelation that God is sharing with us for a time and a season it says inside of this valley it was it was he didn't i mean they could have just said they were bones right this valley was filled with bones but instead the bible says that it was filled with dry bones so you know here the spirit of the lord is trying to tell us the extent to which the situation had gotten to. You know when you can you can call someone and say, Help me, i mean, I'm in problem, or I'm in a situation, it might not sound as heavy, but when you have to say help me, I'm in serious problem, you know, you now add serious and adjective, then it begins to tell you how bad the situation is. You know, then maybe when you now receive the call that just says, Ah, wahala, that's you know. You just know that the situation is really, really bad. And so when the Bible tells us that it was a valley, you know, and they were scattered everywhere across the ground and they were completely dried out, completely dried out. That's what the scripture says there. And so as I journeyed inside of this scripture, I said, what is it about the dryness of this bone? What is it about the dryness of this bone that the Lord is highlighting to us in this season? Why is it important for us to understand why the situation, how completely dried out these bones were? It, because it's, it, there's an opening of our eyes to understand how the situation, how bad the situation was when the Spirit of the Lord appeared um, to, took Ezekiel to that place. And why is it important for us to know? It's important for us to know because we need to understand what those dry bones represent. That's when we begin to know the full extent of what the Lord was doing in this place. And in this time, why it was important for him to lead Ezekiel into this place. And so instead of Ezekiel 37, um, further down that chapter, verse 11, you know, it says, then he said to me, that's the spirit of the Lord, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying we have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Praise God. That's what the dry bones represent. You know, so it was one thing that the spirit of the Lord led him there. And then he opened his eyes. He laid it in his spirit to understand that these bones, these bones you see here, represents a nation that was once filled with strength, a nation that was once filled with promise, a nation that was once filled with hope, a nation that was birthed in purpose to fulfill purpose on the face of the earth. But here they lay wasted, scattered, and he says we have become old dry bones. All hope is gone. It's that situation where All hope is gone. Everything looks bleak. There's no light in sight. And then he goes on to say, our nation is finished. Finished. There's a finality to it. There's a sense that it gives you a sense that after this, it doesn't look good anymore. But we thank God that the spirit of God was in this place. Imagine that Ezekiel was in that place without the spirit of God. The fear and the trepidation of seeing what lay waste there, the promise that lay waste in that valley. So, our first prayer this morning is that we even need to recognize, we need to have the wisdom, we need to have the courage to understand and to confront dry bones in our lives. What are the dry bones in our lives? What is the dry bone situation in our lives? What, we even need to recognize that when we are being led, we are being summoned to this valley where there are dry bones, we need to even recognize, first of all, that the Spirit of God is there with us. Some of us, we don't have the courage to even embrace the situations that God has called us into. We don't have the courage to embrace the things that lead us, because this is the edge upon which a transformation happens. This is an edge upon which a revival happens. But when it's devoid of the spirit and it's devoid of knowledge, it's devoid of discernment and it's devoid of wisdom and courage to embrace it, then we lose out in that moment and we are left in despair and hopelessness. So our prayer this morning is, Lord, give me the wisdom and the courage to know that your spirit is there with me, even as I address the dry bone situation, even as I address this situation that has left me at the edge, this situation that has left me at the place of hopelessness. Give me the remembrance. You know, the Bible says that the spirit brings to remembrance all things. Our prayer this morning is that the spirit of wisdom, you know, in Isaiah, the, the scripture says that the spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom, it defines the spirit of God in his, in his expressions. I'm, I'm trying to avoid the use of the word characteristics because it, it makes it sound as if it is the things that define the spirit of God. But really, those are the things that the spirit of God, you know, um defines yes it's the flip side these traits don't define the spirit of god the spirit of god defines wisdom it defines knowledge it defines might it defines the fear of the lord and that's what that scripture in isaiah talks about so this morning our first prayer is god give us the wisdom my father give us the courage give us the spirit to recognize the situations that we find ourselves in where we're standing on the edge, where you have summoned us to the edge, let us understand that your spirit is there with us. Let us understand that when your spirit is there with us, we are there. We have wisdom, we have courage, we have understanding. It's a prayer of, you know, drawing down the spirit of God, drawing down the spirit of God into your situation, drawing down the spirit of. God, even as you're summoned into a place of dryness of bones. Drawing down the spirit of God in his knowledge. Drawing down the spirit of God in his wisdom. Asking for discernment to be able to engage this situation. To be able to
2: engage this situation. Asking for courage to be able to engage this situation. I recognize, <inaudible> me, no, I, I recognize that your spirit <inaudible> is with me. As I behold this drive situation,
1: even as I behold the situation of where I'm standing at the edge, makura Kila Rakoshandada, Rabba Baba Babakila Rakoshandada,
2: Rabba Bakila Bracoshaba, Mari Mosia
1: Kane Boshanda, Mada Lebosanta,
2: Rababa. Killing a shaman that I killed him, Baba I got a protest, and that I have a killer, a shaman, a killer, Idea gave spirit of God. a a half. Shandra, Ibraba, Bakiabrakosan, and a half Rababa, Baba, 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 In Jesus name we pray
1: Amen Praise God
2: Hallelujah
1: Hallelujah. You see Sometimes we find ourselves in this situation In this valley situation That the spirit of God has summoned us into And we just think that Because things are so difficult things, Things don't look good Things seem bad The situation looks really bad You know, we're in their distress. We just assume that we are in a dark place. It has to be a place where the devil has just led you into, you know, you just begin to think that it is the village people that have sent, you know, whatever it is, they are always sending from the village. But, you know, this morning, God is saying to us that just because it is the valley, it doesn't mean that it's devoid of the spirit of God. It doesn't mean that it isn't part of God's plan. It doesn't mean that it's not in the blueprint of God's plan for your life. It, it doesn't mean that it's not part of the process. You know, some of us want to arrive without journeying. Some of us don't want to take that first step without, you know, we, but we just want to get to our destination. You know, growing up, there was this popular Chinese saying that says that journey of a thousand mile begins with a single step. But the kind of generation that we find ourselves in, I call it the microwave generation, is the fast food generation. Everything is sharp, sharp. We don't want to acknowledge the process and just say that perhaps, perhaps I should just seek the face of God in this aspect of the journey because it really does form part of the journey. This may, this may be just a key piece of that puzzle. Sometimes our walk with God, you know, it can only be described as a valley experience. It can only be described as an experience of encountering dry bones. There are some of us that have worked with God and, you know, we have seen You know, when you go through things and that people that don't have the same faith as you wonder why, what is it that keeps you going? Because you realize that the fact that you are in a dry bone situation does not mean, does not translate to the absence of the spirit of God in that place. Praise God. Are you guys here with me? So quiet in here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yes we are you are we're here this morning i want to bring to okay praise god this morning i want to bring to our notice people that have found themselves in dry bone situations people that have found themselves at the edge i want to bring to our eyes to our knowledge to our the revelation what a dry bone situation may represent the edge is the place of the dry bones. Hmm. The edge is the place of dry, really dry bones. Bones that have lost all moisture. Bones that lack lustre. And you know, in earlier this week, Sister Yasmin shared with us the role of your bones in the body. The role of your bones in a the structure. The roles, your bones are like the skeletal framework. It's the bones that form the skeleton, and the skeleton forms that which gives you posture, that which gives you rigidity, that which gives you flexibility at the same time, because it is intricately woven with joints, and, you know, it's just a masterpiece. The bones represent that which gives you agility, Some of us that studied biology in in, in secondary school, you know, it goes in depth to tell you the functionalities of the bone. The bone is filled with blood vessels. You know, the bone marrow inside of it where there's production of blood. One of the deadliest type of cancer is the cancer of the bone. Because, you know, it attacks the, the marrows of the bone where blood, you know, is generated from. And so the bone represents, you know, structure in our lives, structure in our work with God, structure in our birthing of purpose. The bones represent, it's an epicenter where things are, you know, organized, arranged, you know, the organs are put in place, those things that keep us living. The body, you know, when you want to understand the purpose of the, of the things of God and the spirit of God, you, you need to look to the physical, the Bible says that the earth, I've forgotten the way that scripture, scripture is written, and um, Stephanie, you can help me with it. It's, it's, it talks about understanding the awesomeness and the wonders of God by just looking at the things of the earth. When you look at, for example, the way the body is, had been created into perfection. How, you know, bones, uh, hand is joined to the shoulder and there's a joint to make sure that it moves, you know. And then the knee has its own joint so that you can run, you know. It's just so flexible, yet so rigid. Isn't it amazing? And so imagine when a bone, when a body is dead and then the bone, you know, it just dries out. It dries out, and that's why they say it's difficult to move, you know, a dead body because there's this heaviness. It it loses everything because the bones are no longer functioning, Mm. and so when it dries out, that's it. All these wonderful things that the skeletal framework puts in place for us is gone. It's gone. And so we're going to talk about different people that found themselves in this edge situation. Joseph in prison. That was an edge situation. Daniel in the, in the lion's den, that was an edge situation. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, the Hebrew boys in the fire. That was an edge situation. That place where everything looks like all hope is lost. Jesus drawn into the wilderness. And I know Yasmin spoke about it as well. That was an edge situation. Jacob's desperation for a meal so that he and his family could eat and live when Israel had um, fallen into a famine situation. That was an edge situation. Something that will make a grown man to arise with his family, his grandchildren, and everything, and proceed to Egypt. That's an edge situation. Jesus hanging on the cross, where he screamed in pain, overwhelmed by the pangs of pain and the agony of the situation that he found himself in. That's a dry bone situation there. That's an edge situation. Even Pharaoh, where he could no longer bear the pain and everything that was just happening where the firstborn of the Israelites cattle, sheep children died. It's that place. It's that place, that tipping point where after that place, it cannot be life as usual anymore. No, it cannot be comfort zone anymore. It's not status quo. It's an uncomfortable place. That situation is that place where you have been told We've done everything that we can do and there's nothing we can do anymore. Sometimes it could be a negative report, a negative medical report. Sometimes it could be a negative. It it could be a very bad situation at home with a child, with a spouse. It could be a very bad situation at work with your business, with your career. Just like the woman also, the widow at Zarephath, where she asked Elijah, just allow me and my son to eat this last meal so that we can die in peace. That's an edge situation. She was someone to that edge situation. Where you reconcile the fact that what you have in your hands is your last supper. And I'm not talking about the figurative last supper of Jesus. I'm talking about the last supper that this is my last. That's my last card. When I play this card now, I have nothing again. No tricks, no more strategies, no option. There's no option B. The edge situation is where the four lepers were, you know, they were dying in hunger. And said, you know what, let us just proceed to that fatal journey. If we die, we die. But perhaps we may find something to eat. The edge is when it seems all hope is lost and the future looks bleak. The edge is where all your best laid plans come to naught because COVID has come and dried up the bones of opportunities that you had seen for 2020. The edge is when all hope is lost and it's a sink or swim situation. It's that point where you say, if I die, I die. Because I don't know what to do again. The edge is that place that represents the deepest of valleys, the driest of bones. It's the tipping point where flexibility becomes brittle. Anything from there, those bones scatter and become powdered. It is that darkest point. But it's that point where beyond which dawn breaks. And so our prayer this morning is, God, be with me. It's not an easy place to be. It it isn't. We read the stories of these wonderful people in the Bible serve Daniel, Shadrach. But we have the luxury and the benefit of knowing the end of the story. What about they that were in it? At the point that they were in it? Imagine, imagine them in that situation at that point where it was happening. But were they summoned? there someone to that edge? Yes. Yes, if not, how would we know the things that we know today? That God is the God that leads you through the fire. How will we know that God is the God that shuts the mouth of the raging lion and that you can stay there three days and nothing can happen to you? How do we know that God is the God of resurrection if you are not taken to that point where you are crucified on the cross and you die? How do we know that God is not the God that sets the captive free if you are not someone to that edge where you are locked up in prison for a crime that you you did not even perceive, not to talk of commit? How do we know that God is not the God that provides provision, providence to people that are at the verge of dying? of hunger, of pain, of heartbreak if we are not summoned to that really bad place, that place, that edge. It's not an easy place to be. And we do not take it for granted. When you're inside of it, you know, it is only by the Spirit that you know. And that's why we started the first prayer saying, Lord, by your Spirit, let me even know. Let me even understand. Let me even have wisdom. Wisdom is of the Lord. Discernment is of the Lord. Knowledge is of the Lord. Let me even know that your spirit is here with me. Give me the courage to even accept. That was why we prayed that first prayer point. And now, so the prayer we're going to pray now is, you know, and I may be speaking to someone that really is in an edge situation. You've been someone there by the Lord but there's something that he's planning, you know, but is it easy? It's not because, you know, there's a preacher that always says, and I forget who it is now that said, I think it was Pastor Sam Adeyemi, that says, if you called Joseph and told Joseph, Joseph, my son, you're going to be a, a powerful man in one of the greatest nations on earth at that time, Egypt, wealth, modernization, and everything that they represented, you're going to be number two guy there after the king. Ah, Joseph will be rejoicing. Hey, praise God. God, who am I? Onye You are mindful of me. And he will be rejoicing and happy. Then you're now said, but wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you this story completely. First of all, your brothers will hate you. They'll be jealous of you. Then... They will throw you into a pit. They will plan to kill you, but one will pity you. They will now throw you into a pit. Then inside that pit, you will now almost die. Then when you have now almost finished dying, they will now come, they will kidnap you. Militants will come and carry you away. You will now be in Egypt. At first, it will look as if things are good because you'll be living with Potiphar. Then they will now accuse you that you wanted to rape his wife. They will now throw you inside prison and you'll be in prison. Me. Me. If I was Josephine, I would say, please, it's okay. I'm okay here with my father, Jacob. My daddy loves me. See, see my colorful coat that he sold for me. It's very fine. I'm the favorite child anyway. Out of all these plenty sons he has given birth to, it's me that he gives the second piece of meat. My father loves my life, it's okay, it's all right. Let's just forget that, that big purpose of greatness. Because is it easy to accept that you are, going to be, you are going to go through all of this? May I say, what if I die in the process? Ha, please. A bed in hand is what two in the bush. Let me just be here as I am, happy. But you see, that's not the way the things of God work. And that's not the way God works. His ways are not our ways. He draws us into that situation because he wants to use it. He wants to use it to show forth his greatness. And that's what he did in the lives of these people. He used it to show forth his greatness so that we would have the benefit of hindsight. You know, hindsight is 2020. Now we look to it and say, ah, Daniel was wonderful. Shadrach was wonderful. What, What did they experience in that place when they were going through turmoil, when they were going through travail, when they were going through all of this? My prayer today is, my Father, give me grace. Give me strength, even as I'm going through the situations that, you know, put me at that edge that place where the bones are so brittle that the next touch will break me. I can't, I've come to the end of myself. Beyond here, I don't know what to do again. Depression has set in. I cry at night, at day, my heart, I wake up with palpitations. I have trepidations when I'm at work. I don't know what tomorrow looks like. The rumors of the economy is getting me down. My business is in shackles. My, it doesn't look good. I'm estranged from my husband. And then I'm separated. The one that even is at home, we are not talking to each other. My children, it is a difficult place to be in. Some of you, it may be a false accusation at work. Some of you, it may be a false accusation at home. Some of you, it may be, you know, just the worst, worst time, the worst rough patch in your life. Our prayer this morning is, God, give me grace, even as you summon me to the edge. My father, let's begin to lift up. This is the kind of prayer that you pray for yourself from a place of understanding what's going going on in your heart. Stephanie, please, can you unmute so that we begin to raise our voice in prayer and we pray in the spirit. Father, my father, give me grace that even as I go through this situation, even as I, I'm at the edge, even as it looks like all oh, hope is lost. Lord, your grace, your grace, by your grace, by your grace, the Bible says that the grace of God is sufficient for me. In my weakness, your
2: strength is made perfect. Your weakness is of myself. Lord, I need Your grace. <laughs> Lord, I need Your grace. Even as I the dark, even as I stand in the mud, even as I I stand in the mud, even I stand in the mud, I stand in the I in the mud, even as I stand in the mud, even as I stand in the mud, I I I I I I I I I I I I I I Lord, you. to do so to, to, to do Your will, o Lord, in the mighty name of <laughs> in the midst of the fire, in the midst of the of the in the midst of the Lord.
1: My name
2: your grace God, I I do not resist your spirit. I I need I I came to the house of the people who are living in the house of the people who are living in the house of the people who are living in the house of the people who are living in the house of Iba baba shaba baba 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 my Father, my God, we thank you, O oh
1: God because just oh, like yeah. Apostle Paul today we declare that your grace is sufficient this for is us sufficient. oh God
2: yeah. that yeah. even in our
1: weakness oh God yeah. your strength is made yeah. perfect oh God yeah. Father we yield ourselves to you oh God and we embrace we embrace our weakness today we embrace the place yeah. of brutality oh God we embrace yeah. that the place yeah. of the edge oh God because that is where you, mm-hmm. the fullness of the manifestation of your grace is made evident to us oh God we understand yeah. that it is part of the journey, oh God. We understand that it is part of the walk that you have called us to walk. We understand <laughs> that it is a place where you have called us to understand that in our frailty we are nothing except the spirit of God walks in us, oh God. And so today, in this morning, this morning in that realization, we yield ourselves to your spirit. We yield mm. ourselves to grace, oh God. And we say, mm-hmm. Father, my Father, where you take charge of the situation, even as you have summoned us to this place, may your presence and May your name, may your purpose be glorified in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus. We pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God.
2: Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. His
1: grace indeed is sufficient for us.
2: Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Okay. Amen. And so, what, what we just, what we just delved into was the dry bones as a situation. What you have the dry bones as a battle a dry bone as a battle that's how would i describe what i'm saying to say trying to say a dry bone as those things that hold you back from fulfilling your purpose because usually your deepest valley and your driest bones are that place where the deepest purpose resides that thing that god Has, you know, called you to do more like called you to be, because purpose is beyond a doing. Purpose is beyond that thing you write and you say, I'm going to do. No, purpose is a being. I heard a preacher once say, purpose is that thing that consumes you. It's not, it's not you. It's like, you know, in this year. One of the benefits of COVID that I reaped was that place of introspection and study, because we now we now had sufficient time at home, particularly during the lockdown. And this year, God was beginning to reveal a lot of things that you know we 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 thought we knew. I I feel like in this year the Lord is calling us to understand what purpose really means. It's not that grandiose thing that you feel like when you do, you announce to the world, I've arrived. Some people die thinking that they didn't fulfill purpose (laughs) because the world now didn't know them or they didn't go viral. Hey, you know some of us, some of us us, eh, our purpose may be just in one corner where you are there, doing your thing, you know to excelling at that thing that God put inside of you using that talent that he gave you using that talent. He gave you and people are watching and you just don't know you feel a lot of us feel that like there's a way you're supposed to feel when you're fulfilling purpose. <laughs> My people will say, Oh dear, you know, imagine, imagine Jesus at the, at the peak point where he was being crucified. Yes he knew his purpose because he was the son of god but your knowing and your feeling are two different things altogether mm. and that's why we prayed for the spirit of god to grant us knowledge and wisdom so that you will know why do you need to know because when you know eh, it will guide the way you feel you are not going to be subject to the way you feel in that situation but if you don't know you will be guided by the way you feel, you think that is in your feeling good and feeling right about a thing that the hand of God is in it. That's why we started with talking about the scriptures where Jesus was led into the wilderness by the spirit of God. It, the, the, that, that Being called to the edge, you know, being summoned to the edge. I, in fact, I don't even know any summoning that feels right, apart from maybe if you're summoned by the president to be conferred you know, uh, an appointment or a title if you live in the UK, you know. But I remember in this period, I've been sharing a lot of uh, discussions with my mom and she shared some stories of the war with me, the Biafran war. And, you know, one thing that struck me so much was when she talked about how her mother had to fend for their family because her father always had to be in hiding. I said, okay, so I said, because if he you know, if he came out, he would have been conscripted to go and fight for the Biafran army. And, you know, if you're conscripted to go and fight, you don't know, you may never come home because you may die in battle, right? And although he was beyond the age for conscription, the Biafran army needed so much help at the war front, you know, that they just, any man they see, they will grab the man. So a lot of men were in hiding. So I, I don't know that there's any summoning particularly if you're not a civilian if you're not in the army that's why we have been summoned as an army you need to know your identity that you are an army because if you are operating as a, a civilian and that's our anchor scripture uh stephanie right that in um what's the scripture is it timothy second timothy right that he the, the summoning of the army basically stephanie help me second timothy i want us to read it okay second Tim- timothy two verse three no no, no, no. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? I Wait. Verse four. Verse four, right. Exactly. So I'll start with three. Join me in the suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. So the only time that when you are summoned and you can brave it up like a man, <laughs> when you understand your place as an army and that's what we are doing in this season when you pray and you fast you are engaging in spiritual activities like it's spiritual gymming we are gymming we are are gymming up our spiritual muscles because as an army you need to be ready to be summoned you need to be ready to be conscripted for war because you if not you'll be living as a civilian and if you're living as a civilian when you're summoned you start feeling you know, you start feeling instead of knowing. And it's not a time for feeling. When you are in the army, when you are summoning, you, in fact, you are waiting for your commanding officer's uh, call. You are at alert. And so we're going to pray now because that summoning is required because the edge is the precipice of burning purpose. It's that place where purpose is built. So you have to go to the edge. It is expedient that you get to the edge so that you can break purpose. So that you can fly. It's a sink or swim situation. I fall or I fly. At that edge, when you stand at that cliff, I fall or I fly. It's the tipping point where purpose is birth. So as we pray this prayer, you need to try and, you know, recalling your spirit and even beyond this prayer. What are those things that I'm struggling with that are stopping me from birthing purpose? What are those things that are calling me back? Is it fear of succeeding? Fear of failing? Fear of success can even be as big as the fear of failure. Some people are not sure how the people around them will handle their success. How will my husband handle my success? How will my wife handle my success? How will my boss handle my success? How would, some of us? is the fear of failure. Some of us is, you know, our inability to just press into the things of the spirit. They say fast, you cannot fast, you know. In fact, normally on a good day, you could stay till maybe three without eating. The minute prayer ring says let's fast or your church says let's fast. That's when you wake up in the morning with a banging hunger pang. You want to eat. In fact, it's swallow that's hungry me this morning. Some of us is our inability to quiet in our spirits, to listen to what the Spirit of God is saying. So I want us to begin to think of those things. Those have a dry bones. Those things that are stopping you from birthing purpose, because those are the things that God would breed upon, and they, they would arise and begin to function. They become purpose in your life. You know, but before that purpose happens, they are operating as dry bones. It's that place that heralds your redemption, your cry for redemption, that dry bone situation, that thing in you. And so we begin to pray now. We're praying that God, you know, you will just help us through those things in us that represent dry bones in our life. Those things in us that have held us back from entering into a place of purpose. Those things in us that have held us back from doing the things that you've called us to do. That vision that you have given us. The understanding of our our purpose here on earth. That thing that we've not been able to execute because there's that thing holding us back. We're unable to wake up in the night to pray, to bed this thing. We like sleep too much. We are too lazy. It's drunkenness. It's, it's being a sluggard. Whatever it is. It is your intoxication with independence. You're not able to submit to authority. You're not able to submit to a process. You're not able to submit to a routine. What is that dry bone in this prayer right now? We begin to address it in the name of Jesus. Please, (inaudible) let's begin to pray and say, Lord, because we
2: want these dry bones to be breathed upon Oh God, we need to know what they are. We need to show them. We need to address them. We need you to help us, Oh God.
1: We need you to lift us up
2: God. We need you to all help us, God. <laughs> out of the dark <laughs> situation, out of the edge where we start. Those things that have us. that have limited us. that limited us. that that limited us. that us. that have limited us. that have that it is a place where we call play We And the to all this limited things that संदा बाबा 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 निदी तो पण काही 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 is it you can cast a you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow on a camera and you can cast a shadow you 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 the you. of the head the head of the head of the head
1: of the head the head of the head of the head of
2: the head the head of the head of the of the 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 now, are You the best of the are the best of the world. of Jesus, you, the thank you, that oh God.
1: God, thank you for visit, visiting us with your spirit, yeah. oh, God. Yes, We thank you for visiting us with yes. your presence yes. and with your power. We thank yes, you for visiting yes. us, oh God, yes,
2: it's with it's your passion, anointing, you know. oh God. We yes, thank you passion, for growing,
1: blowing you passion, your bread upon the dry yes, bones in our yes, lives, oh God. Yes, thank you, Lord. oh God,
2: yes, because these dry bones
1: will live.
2: These dry bones
1: will march again. They will march like a formidable army, oh God. We thank you because they will march into march us into purpose. To match us into destiny, into alignment with your purpose for us thank here on earth, oh God. We find ourselves today in your blueprint, oh God. Mm-hmm. We locate our place, oh God, in that plan that you mm-hmm. have for eternity, oh God. Mm-hmm. And we begin thank to Lord. function in the roles that you have given mm-hmm. us, oh God. No more will we be Lord. held back, oh God, by the situations mm-hmm. that befall us, oh God. By your thank grace, we thank, thank you, oh God. Blessed thank be your holy Lord. name. In Lord. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Stephanie, over to we
0: give you now. thank you, Lord, for the work that you have done this morning. Thank, thank you, Father, and you have brought us and you are bringing us through this prayer, Lord. Of addressing, God, and identifying whatever it is that may represent a dry bone in our lives. Father, we thank you, O God, for the revelation and the understanding that the dry bones, Lord, are a, a symbolization of the purpose for which you have come. And as we are able to arise from these dragons, we are able to arise in our anointing, oh God, to become Amen. the people that you have called us to be. And so, Father, Amen. with this understanding, oh God, we thank you because we now begin to oh God, everything, oh God, that may be good that we may be going through right now. Whatever it is, God that may have seemed like, um. May have brought discomfort to our lives. Father, we thank you for your grace that gives us endurance, Lord. My Lord and my God, I thank you because from this day, Lord, we begin to walk and operate, Lord, with the soldiers and the army mentality, oh God. Oh, my God. No more shall we look at these issues and look at these areas of our lives and respond to hopelessness, oh God. But Father, we now have an understanding, oh God, knowing that you have called us to be, to, be, to bring liberation, oh God. You have called us, Lord, to be with the bridge and it begins with the work that you do within us, oh God. My Lord we thank you because our response, oh God, our response to the wilderness, our response to the, to the valley of dry bones, oh God, it's not fear, but it is faith, oh God, we thank you because um, um in this in this, in past week, Lord, you have just given us your word, oh God, and caused your faith to be set up and to arise in our hearts, oh God. And so, Father, we walk, oh God, and we look forward, Lord, knowing that you are with us. Father, we thank you because even as each and every one of us comes to the breaking point, the tipping point, the limit and the edge of ourselves, Lord, this is where we encounter you. And so, Father, we thank you for the glory, oh God, of your spirit and the Empowerment, oh God, of your spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the warlike energy that is being imparted upon Mm -hmm. us, Lord, not just to live but to thrive in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Mm -hmm. Father, because you're showing us tangible ways, oh God, to express Mm -hmm. everything that you have delivered to us in the spirit, Father, to Mm -hmm. manifest it here on earth. The mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise, oh God, and we because ours is the victory, oh God. We are overcoming, but oh we have overcome, oh God, and everything we do from a place of rest, rest in you, knowing, oh God, that you are our God and we are your people, knowing that Christ is our chief commanding officer, and we are the soldiers enlisted for his battle. My father and my God, we say thank we bless your holy name, oh God, for it is well with us, oh God, in the mighty name
2: of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen.